at your neighbor and say, I'm still standing. Having the will to stand is likened to someone who has been fitted and armed for the battle. I want you to see that again, and I want you to hear that thought today. Having the will to stand is likened to someone who has been fitted and armed and prepared for the battle. Hear it again. Having the will to stand is likened to someone who has been fitted, armed, and prepared for the battle. Come on, let's pray. Father, thank you for giving us the strength to stand. Thank you for keeping us, protecting us, covering us, loving us, and providing for us. Father, thank you for pushing us through the storms where we're now able to stand on dry ground. Father, thank you for never leaving us alone. Thank you in Jesus' name. This is our prayer. Amen, amen. Again, good morning, family. Hallelujah. It's a September to remember. I want you to just simply tell somebody, after all we've been through, we're still standing. <laughs> Come on, say it again. We're still standing. You guys know that I've been in these singing moments where I've kind of been singing us through and naming that tune. And so as I was sitting there and thinking about how can I navigate us through this moment where we're celebrating our eighth birthday and we're talking about still standing. Come on, Rev. You, you remember this song? We used to sing it every Sunday in the Baptist church. My, my son has no clue about it, so don't try to play it because you're going to jack it up. But, but it simply says, I'm standing, standing, standing on the promises of God, my Savior, standing, Standing, I'm standing on the promises of God. See, y'all don't remember those songs. You know, y'all was just like, of God. She got to put the Baptist thing on there. Of God, the vibrato. Hallelujah. Standing, but then we can go a little further because we kind of got a little pretty with the standing and, and, and we got a little soul to it and, and we kind of put it like this and, and somebody says, uh, what do you do? when you've done all you can it seems like it's never enough and what do you say when you're all away and you're left alone tell me what do you give when you've given your all and it seems like it's never enough, you just stand. Oh, y'all remember that? Y'all got the rest of it? You just stand, but then I thought about it. Uh, I got some young people here. I got some party goers. I got some clubbers. I, I got some for lovers only. Y'all remember? Oh, Brittany's sitting there like, what is for lovers only? I, 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 got some, I got some boy B band fans here, but then there was just that one song that when your heart was broken and that girl left you and you just didn't know what to do, and then there they were, and then they simply says, on a perfect day, I know that I can count on you. Ooh, when that's not possible, tell me, can you weather a star? Oh. Come on, Rock Church. Sing it. Sunny days. Can you stand? Stop it. Stop.
Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. They are going to condemn the bishop to hell today because he's sitting up there singing new edition. But sometimes when you have been through a storm, you got to put a song to it. Come on now. Uh, now the old church mothers would say, I'm standing on the promises of God. Uh, but Donnie McClurkin turns around and he says, after you've been all, after you've been through all of this, uh, when they turned around and left you, hallelujah, when guilt and shame hit your front door, what do you do when you've done all you can simply says stand but then Johnny Gill comes along and he says sunny days are good but baby can you stand the rain sometimes you gotta look at those who are with you and say baby can you stand the rain I know you can be with me when it's good I know you can be with me when it's working but can you stand the rain. I really believe that when the Lord told us to open this ministry, uh, uh, he was saying to us, uh, do you have the ability to stand? Are you willing to stand? It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be an overnight success like you thought it was. Uh, you had the dream that when you opened up, uh, thousands of people would be coming and we would have this massive building. Uh, but can you stand the rain? <laughs> when you look at your life sometimes, you have to simply just say, I'm still standing. I, I might not have the clothes that I want. I might not be driving the car that I'd like to drive. I, I might not be wearing things that I really want. I might not be eating the food that I like I might not have the house that I really want but I'm still standing I'm standing in my right mind I, I, I'm standing in a place where I got the limbs and the activity of my body hallelujah I'm standing with no sickness no disease hallelujah you might be ill in your body and you might be facing some things but I simply just want you to think about this I'm still standing I'm still standing. When we look at our text on today, I want you to go to the book of Ephesians, chapter number 6. And I want to just do a little reading here because I really want to establish our, our, our sermonic footsteps on today as we, as we move into this. I want to start right at verse number 10. But then verses 13 through 17 is where we're really going to settle. Ephesians. You can have it on your phone. Uh, you got it on your phone. You can go to your phone. Uh, you got your Bible in your hand. Come on, I want you to really look at this. In verse number 10, in the book of Ephesians, it says here in verse number 10, <coughs> in conclusion, I'm reading out of the Amplified Bible, uh, in conclusion, be strong in the Lord, be empowered through your union with him. Draw your strength from him, that strength which his boundless might provides. I want you to hear this. Verse number 11 says, put on God's whole armor. I want you to highlight that. If you got your phone, you can highlight that. If you got your Bible. Do y'all remember um, when we were growing up, they brought highlighters to church? I never understood it. They brought highlighters and notebooks, and everybody was just sitting there highlighting there. You know, they were so deep and profound. You know, I've got this highlighter. I've got a red for this one. I've got a green for this one. I've got a yellow for this one. And if you can go through your mother's and daddy's Bibles, that's what you're going to see. Highlighters. I want you to highlight that. Uh, uh, put it on your phone. Uh, put on God's whole armor. Here it is. The armor of a heavy-armed soldier which God supplies. That you may be able to do what? Successfully stand against all the strategies and the deceits of the devil. Put on God's whole armor, the armor of a heavy armed soldier, which God supplies. That you may be able to do what? Successfully stand up against all the strategies and the deceits of the devil. Verse number 12 says, for we are not wrestling with flesh and blood, contending only with physical opponents, but against who? Uh, 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 the powers, against the masters, spirits, who are the world rulers of this present darkness, against the forces of wickedness in heavenly supernatural 
spheres. What do you do when you think about this? Uh, uh, the, 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 the writer here is saying um, that in moments where you feel like you're fighting against something and you feel like it's, it's time for war, in the spiritual realm, he says to put on God's whole armor. Got to put on the whole armor of God. When we think about this, uh, I want to talk about five keys to what do you do to keep standing. Five quick keys to what do I need to do to continue to stand. I'm standing today, but there's something that I need to continue to do for the rest of the day and tomorrow and the days after that will cause me to stand in the place of God's presence. There's nothing better than to be in the presence of the Lord. Number one, we can see here in verse number 13, uh, the first key here is, is that we must put on God. It says, therefore, verse number 13, it says, therefore, put on God's complete armor. Uh, put on God's complete armor. Uh, what do you do? Uh, what do you do to keep standing today so that you will continue to win in worship, continue to win in your faith, win in your finances, win in your dream and your desires? Uh, uh, he says, therefore, by reason, there is a reason for this reason. I want you to do what? When you see that there, when you see that word, therefore, it means reason. Uh, uh, for by this reason, I just paraphrase it, put on God's complete armor. Put on God's complete armor. Uh, 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 put it on and never take it off. Why? Why does he say put it on? It, it says that, uh, that you may be able to prosper. That you may be able to get rich. That you may be able to have all of the money that you need. Uh, that you may be able to do all of the things that you want to when you want to. Uh, the writer says here, for this reason, put on God's complete armor. That you may be able to do what? Resist and stand your ground on the evil day of danger. Come on now. Uh, if I want to continue to stand in God, come on now. Not standing uh, for God. I want to stand in God. When I stand in God, I'm for God. Hallelujah. I want you to hear that now. Uh, many people say, let's stand. Let's make a stand for God. You cannot make a stand for God unless you are in God. Uh, the scripture says here to put on the complete armor of God so that you may do what? Be able to resist. I like what it says here. If you put it on, you will be able to do what? Resist and stand your ground on the evil day of Danger. I like what it says. And having done all the crisis demands to stand firmly in your place. If I want to continue to stand in God, if I want to continue to keep standing in my marriage, in my prayer life, in the things that God has called me to do, I must put on the complete armor of God so that I'm able to resist and to stand my ground in the evil day of danger. How, how many of you know that we are in the evil day of danger? Come on now. Without the complete armor of God, you and I do not have or possess the ability to resist or stand our ground when the evil day presents itself. When danger presents itself where there is no complete armor of God that secures your life, you will not be able to resist. 
Come on now. You will give in. You will bow. You will compromise. You will dilute. You will water down the gospel of Jesus Christ. Come on now. He's saying that when, when the enemy comes, come on now, uh, your flesh tells you that you need to do something that you know is outside of God's will. When the enemy comes, the danger of murder, the danger of poverty, the danger, come on now, of false teachings, uh, the dangers of not living by the gospel of Jesus Christ, uh, the dangers, come on now, of the evil day where it says that immorality is the way to live your life. Come on now, where it says killing people is the way to do it. He says, put on the whole armor of God so that you may be able, come on now, uh, it said it, 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 it didn't give you any doubt that, that you may be able, I like that, to resist and stand your ground, having done all the crisis demands, come on now, to stand firmly in your place. I want you to hear this here. An armed believer secures themselves in God's complete care and his protection. When we arm ourselves with the complete armor of God, it gives you and I a sealed, secure care of protection that is needed for us to do what? To resist. Come on, I, I like that word. Resist means to do what? Uh, it means to do what? To press back at the enemy. Come on now. It didn't say uh, resist and run. It says resist and stand your ground. My baby is <laughs> preaching with me. Uh, it means to exert the force back on the enemy. Come on now. I'm going to clap back on you. I'm going to push back on you. Uh, I'm ready to fight you. Uh, I'm not turning around uh, because I have on the full armor of God. So there's no need for me to turn around and run. Uh, there is no need for me to turn around and run and pray. I'm getting ready to exhort some force on you. I'm getting ready to put a can of, y'all can say that that's the word, uh, but I'm getting ready to do what? I'm getting ready to put a whooping on your head. Come on now. I, I'm getting ready to stump on you right now. Come on now. I'm getting ready to put these hands on you. Uh, why? Because I've got on the whole armor of God and because I've got on the whole armor of God, it gives me the authority to push back on you. It gives me the power and the grace and the favor and the ability to push back on you. If I want to keep standing, I've got to be able to push back on the enemy. Come on now. I, I need you to just do it. Push back on the enemy. Come on now. Push him out of your house. Push him out of your finances. Push him out of your mind, out of your soul. Come on now. Push him out of the desires of your heart. Resist doubt. Push it out. Push it out. You've got to be able to push it out. Come on now. Somebody say push it out. It is to exert force back to the opposition, that which is opposing you. What do you do to keep standing, number one? We've got to put on the complete armor of God. Number two, what do you do? To keep standing, uh, uh, I like this here in verse number 14. Uh, uh, he says, stand and hold your ground. Uh, that means that God says, don't be no punk. That, that, that means God says, don't be no wimp. That, God, that, 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 that means that God is saying to you that you have everything that you need to whoop the devil. Come on now. Uh, whoop him right out of your house. Come on now. Whoop him right out of your children. And, I, and I'm, not, I'm not talking about now. Somebody's going to say, oh, the bishop just said beat him. No, 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 no. You can whoop him with prayer. Come on now. You can whoop him with love. Come on now. You can whoop him with the word of God. That is the greatest tool. Come on now. It's to whoop him with the word of God. Put the word of God in your house. Put it in your car. Put it in your ear. Whatever you're doing, keep the word of God around your life. Uh, uh, number two, he says here uh, that we need to do what? To stand and hold your ground. 
come on now, uh, how am I going to hold my ground? It, it, it breaks it down here. Can I read it to you? It says, stand therefore, hold your ground by doing what? Having tightened the belt of truth around your loins, around your waist. Come on now. Uh, he says to put on the whole armor of God. I, I don't really understand why men walk around and they have a belt on and the belt is right here and all your nasty draws are showing and you believe that that's the way to go and you walk around like this because you can't hold your pants up. Number one, your pants too small. Anyway, uh, a man that cannot gird his waist. Come on now. Uh, they laugh at me all the time because they say, man, you look like an old man because I wear my suit pants up here. That means that my pants are secure. My waist is secure. I can walk and I can bean and I can do the things but when you don't when you don't gird your loins come on now with truth hallelujah you will bend to anything you will bow to anything you will be convinced that God is not a God because your belt is down by your legs your belt is down around your feet come on now and now you tripping over what should be holding you up because you got it tied in the wrong place he says that if you are able to stand your ground and hold your ground something must be tied around your waist come on now that is the truth of God come on now when you think about it I know somebody's gonna say uh, the truth shall set you free come on now that's not talking about the truth shall set you free from your lie it could be uh, but we do that text of disgrace no 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 the truth of God knowing what the truth of God is for your life, for the circumstances that you're going through will set you free. Can I give you an example? Uh, you know that you're getting ready to tell a lie. You know that you're getting ready to do something wrong. But the truth of God says, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not to your own understanding. Acknowledge him in all of your ways and he will direct your path. See, that's where the truth of God sets you free because now you go back to what his word says and and even though you're in a moment where you feel like you got to lie to the landlord and you know you don't have the money, just simply tell the man the truth. I don't have it. I don't know when I'm going to get it. I know that you're getting ready to kick me out. But the truth of God says that if you will trust in me with all of your heart, acknowledge me. I don't have it. I feel like telling a lie. I don't want to answer the phone. I don't want to show that my car is here. But I got to see this man and give him what he's been asking for. See, when you have the truth girded around your loins, it stops you from lying. It stops you from being deceitful. It stops you from walking in doubt. But not only the truth, but he says, put on the breastplate of integrity. Woo! We got to get back to that, Rev. Come on now. Uh, uh, it says, put on the breastplate of integrity. Uh, and a moral resuscitude and right standing with God. Come on now. If I'm going to stand with God, it means that I must have the belt of truth on. It means that I must put on the breastplate of righteousness. Here we go here. You cannot put on righteousness and not have truth connected to righteousness because righteousness is truth. Come on now. Truth is righteousness and both of them are connected. So you cannot be in God and be righteous, but then be a liar and then be untruthful to yourself. And you doubt and you disbelieve. You have unbelief. That means that you've got on the wrong armor. He says, put on all the armor. Come on now. When we think about it and look at this here, what do I do, Bishop? What do I do? What do I do? It says, I like this. It says, an armed believer understands that truth and integrity are needed to stand in God. Hear it, hear it, hear it, hear it, hear it. A soldier understands that he cannot go to war with half of what he needs to defend himself. Guess what the enemy wants you to do? The enemy wants you to abort portions of the armor. 
well, you know, this day I only need the belt of truth. So I won't put on a breastplate. Uh, uh, this day I only need this. No, no, no. Every day of your life you need to be armed with the complete armor of God. What do you do to keep standing? Number one, we put on the, we put on the armor of God. Number two, we stand and we hold our ground by tightening the belt of truth around our waist. Spiritually, we put on the breastplate of integrity and moral resuscitude and right standing with God. Come on now. Number three. Come on now. Have your feet prepared. It's nothing worse. I was just talking to our team this morning. It's nothing worse than seeing someone walk down the street with no shoes on. Can, can, can you imagine what it feels like to have no shoes on your feet? Can you imagine walking down the street and you got holes in the bottom of your shoes? It's raining outside and your feet are getting wet. Uh, can, can you imagine what it feels like uh, to be out here today and you have no shoes on or you put the wrong shoes on because you were trying to look pretty knowing that it's, pos knowing that it's possible the rain might get worse. Uh, and now you're standing there saying, my feet going to get wet. You know, I don't want to come off on my ladies now. I, I just got my pedicure done and my feet are going to get wet. But there's something about the women of the church. Come on now. They didn't just walk in with the pretty shoes on. They put their pretty shoes in the bag because they didn't want to mess the heel up on them. And so they put their flats on. Uh, they put the shoes that really didn't look good with the dresser. They wore those shoes in. In the wintertime, they put them boots on and you see mother walking in. How you doing, son? Got on a pretty dress, got on a pretty hat, and you look at her shoes and you're like, Lord Jesus, mother, where your shoes at? They are in her bag. Come on now. When she gets to church uh, and she walks in and she sits down, after she takes off of her coat, you look down and be like, where did those shoes come from? Uh, you got to know what shoes you work in the seasons that you're in. Come on now. He says that you got to be prepared. Come on now. Uh, 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 to prepare, you got to have the right shoes on. The shoes of peace. Come on now. Uh, I like this. Having shod your feet in preparation uh, to do what? To face the enemy. Come on now. Firmly footed. Come on now. Uh, instability. Come on now. Come on now. Uh, the promptness and the readiness uh, that are uh, produced by the good news. Come on now. When we look at it, come on now. My feet represent peace. Come on now. They represent the good news. Come on now. Uh, my, feast, my feet represent stability. Come on now. Uh, my shoes give me the authority to declare. My shoes say that I'm ready for war. My shoes says that I'm ready to do what I need to do. But if you have on the wrong shoes, if you don't put the shoes of God's peace on, uh, you're not going to be able to face the enemy. And when you face him, Come on now. You're going to turn around and not have the right shoes on to fight. Come on now. Many of us got the wrong shoes on when we're facing the enemy. Come on now. I, I like what Ephesians says because Ephesians uh, thus far has not told us to flee. It's not told us to run. Come on now. It says, I need you to resist. Come on now. If you put on my armor, you'll be able to push back. Uh, how will you push back? Because you got the belt of truth on. You got the breastplate of righteousness on. Come on now. Uh, not only that, come on now, but now you got shoes that give you peace in the midst of a storm. Come on now. I know the enemy is looking you and he's mocking you and he's saying if you would just curse your God and die but I'm going to sit right here until my change comes I'm not going to curse God I'm going to stand right here and I'm going to look you dead on in the eye and I'm going to push back every time you try to defeat me no weapon formed against me will prosper if I got to speak in the Holy Ghost for 30 seconds every time you come against me if I got to shout if I got to go in the 
bathroom and just shout with my hands over my mouth. I'll do whatever I need to. Why? Because he's given me shoes with peace that will declare the good news of the gospel that Jesus lives, that Jesus was a healer, that Jesus is a deliverer. He's my counselor. He's my way maker. He's my leaning post. He's my way maker. He's a way out of no way. When you face the enemy, you got to declare the good news. Come on now. An armed believer walks with the peace of the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Come on now. We've got to be able to face the enemy with the good news. The good news is that Jesus still lives, is that Jesus has already defeated you. But then number four, come on, let's keep on moving here. Number four, what do you do to keep standing? Come on now, come on now. Uh, he's already defeated the enemy. Come on now, come on now, come on now. He says, if you want to continue to stand, if you're going to put on the armor, you cannot leave out this one. He says, lift up the shield of saving faith. Come on now. Verse number 16, it says here, uh, lift up over all the covering shield of saving faith, which upon which you can do what? Quench all the flaming missiles ooh, of the wicked one. Come on now, that thing in the spiritual realm that comes against you. Remember, he said, we fight not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against the rulers of the air, against the rulers of supernatural things that take place above our heads. Come on now. He says that you've got to be able to lift the shield. I know Jalen is going to laugh at me, but it's almost like you become Captain America. Come on now, you lift your shield and you're walking around and you're saying, you can't get me, brother. You can't get me. You can't get me. <laughs> the shield. Have you ever seen a little kid when they get a shield, they always hold it up like this. It's always up. It's never just like this. Give a little kid a shield and he's going to hold it up like this. Because why? He's accustomed to doing what? Lifting it up. Because it seems to him, it gives him power. Not only do you lift up the shield, and he's protecting himself. But if we're going to keep standing, we've got to be able to lift up the shield of faith that shows the enemy that we cannot be defeated, that we will not lose, but we will win. Come on, let's keep moving here. Number five, come on, Josh. Number five, if we're going to keep standing and believing Britain, if you're going to keep standing, number one, I got to put on the whole armor. Two, I got some assignments of what the armor and where it needs to go. I've got to put on the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness. I've got to shod my feet with peace, the good news. So that when I go out to face the enemy, I got good news. I got some news for you, brother. It's over. You might as well turn around because if you come to fight, we're going to fight. We're getting this in. It's on, brother. It's on today. But they're here. Can't stop there. We've got to lift up the shield of saving faith. I like that. Faith that saves. Faith that brings salvation. Come on now. Faith that brings salvation. The saving power of God. The saving power. Not just the rescuing, but the saving power of God. The salvation lifting up the salvific shield of faith. Faith of salvation, the faith that will save me. Come on now, the faith that will keep me saved. Did you hear that? Because it takes faith to keep you saved. <laughs> Come on now, because if you start depending on what you want to do, woo, won't work. What do we do here? 
He says, number five, take the what? Two things here. The helmet of salvation. Having put on the mind of Christ. Come on, if I I want to remain in a place in God, not just for God, but in God, we've got to have the mind of Christ. The mind of Christ is the helmet of salvation. Salvation. My mind is sealed in God's saving power. My, My mind, my thoughts, the energy of my mind, my my choices are sealed in the helmet of salvation. It means that I always have the mind of Christ. It means that no matter what I'm facing, I always have the mind of Christ. No matter where I am, the helmet of salvation is so heavy upon my head that it, that it weighs me down, it balls me down to, to the point where I can only think of what God would do and how God responds, how Jesus responds, the helmet of salvation. And then I like this, the sword of the Spirit. Come on, let's look at that. He says, take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which wields the sword of the Spirit, wields, which is the word, wails, which is the word of God. Sword of the Spirit. It's the, it's the word of God. If you and I are going to be completing God, We have to put on the full armor of God. What's missing in your life? What's missing today that has caused you to be unable to resist and push back? Maybe you don't have the sword in your hand. Maybe you got the helmet of salvation on. Maybe you're saved, but the word of God is not connected. Somebody's going to be like, Grace, what, what, what did you just say? People think that you can be saved without the Word of God. No. Mm-mm. You can say that you confess, but to live a saved life, the Word of God must be connected to your salvation. Come on, hear it now. If I'm, if, 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 if I'm leaning and I'm moving in God and I trust God, that means that his truth must be connected to the helmet of salvation. That means that his truth must be connected to the peace and the good news that I deliver when I face the enemy. That, 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 that means that the breastplate of righteousness, come on now, uh, moral and ethical living and righteousness, oh, come on. It's all connected. You are not living in God if the armor of his protection is not completely armed in your life. You're outside of the wheel because it says here, let's go back to it. Therefore, put on God's complete armor. That ends the conversation. If you and I are going, there's a difference. There's a difference. When you are for God, you can just be for him, but not in agreement with him. You can be for him, but not with him. You can be for him, but not be on his side. Come on now. You can be for him, but you don't want to speak up about him. Come on now. But when you're in him, it means that being for him has everything to do with what's in you. Come on now. When the complete armor of God, when I'm in the complete armor of God, I am Christ in the earth. Come on now. When I am fully armored in God, it means that I will be able to resist whatever the enemy brings upon me and I will be able to stand my ground. The Lord is saying that you will not fall. The Lord is saying that you won't fail. The Lord is saying that you don't have to continue to live and make the same mistakes. Why? Because you have my complete 
armor on. Come on now. And when I have on the complete armor of God, there is no reason that I'm losing. There is no reason that I'm not winning. It means that I'm able to do anything that God has called me to do. I'm able to push back. Come on now. I'm able to step to the enemy and hold my head up and look at him and say, who do you think I am? I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. I am a lender and not a bower. Oh, come on now. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Ah, come on now. When you think about it, when we're armed with the complete armor of God, nothing can penetrate. Nothing. Somebody's going to say, well, Bishop, you know, I'm struggling. Put on the complete armor of God and then see what the struggle looks like. <laughs> see, you're probably struggling with no armor. Whoo, come on now. Come on now. See, when you've got the helmet of salvation comes on and that sinful thought comes into your mind, whatever it might be, because your head is sealed in the mind of Christ. Come on now. The helmet of salvation says, uh, I rebuke the enemy. Come on now. I resist you with the force uh, of moral thinking. Come on now. I'm not going to sit here and think about going and breaking my sobriety. I've been sober for 30 days. And I refuse to go back. I'm not going to sit here and go back out on the corner and sell drugs. My business is a little low right now. I know how to make money, but because I got the breastplate of righteousness on, I know that when I go back out on the corner, I'm going to destroy my community. I'm going to destroy the next young man. But when my mind, when my heart, when I've got the Word of God and the sword with me, when I've got the saving shield, when I've got the good news of Jesus, it means that I can step to anything. It means that I've got the power to resist. I've got the power to push back. Come on, push it back. Come on now. You got to step to it. Come on now. I want you to stand on your feet today. And I want you to just say, Lord, I step in to the complete armor of God. I step into it. Come on now. All you got to do is step in, and he'll begin to fasten. He'll begin to tighten. He'll begin to buckle you in. He'll begin to lace up your shoes, and he'll say, it's time for war. All you got to do is just stand your ground. Stand your ground. Stand your ground, Rock Church, and believe, hallelujah, that I will build my church upon this rock when and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Hallelujah. Come on. Stand on your feet and lift your hands. Come on, lift your hands if you can. Hallelujah. 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 Put on the complete armor of God. Put on the complete armor of God. Well, Bishop, how do I deal with the thoughts of suicide? Put on the whole armor of God. And he will give you the power to resist it. Well, Bishop, the thought is not going away. Keep the armor on and resist. Push back. I shall live and not die. Find a place where you can get your counseling. Find, find a place where you can go and sit. Find a place. Oh, Rabbi. Oh, Rabbi. He is the greatest counselor. Put the full armor of God on. Even when you're sitting in the psychiatrist's office, put it on. Don't take it off. Bishop, what are you saying, man? I'm, 
I just got out of jail, and the only thing I know how to do is work the corner. That's, that's all I know how to do. I, I got to connect. What, what, what do I do? You, you got to resist the enemy that'll put you back in jail, that'll put your family in danger. Come on. Well, what do I do, Bishop? I, 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 I only know how to rob somebody to get what I need. That, that's the only way I can do it. I, I, I've never done it right before. What do I do? Come on now. You got to resist. Resist doesn't mean that you go stand in a corner and you just cry. Resist means that because you have on the complete armor of God, you fight back against the enemy. You punch him. You do whatever you need to do. Cut his head off. The enemy. I'm talking about those things. Those, those things in your mind. Those, those things that come to destroy your peace destroy it speak to it can I give it to you here I, I know that some people are, are going to say well you can do this and you you can go to yoga you can do meditation but Ephesians says therefore put on God's complete armor that you may be able to resist and stand your ground on the evil day of danger having done all the crisis to demand demands to stand firmly in your place I don't know of any teaching that guarantees you what the Word of God just said. Your medicine can't guarantee it. Come on out. I didn't say stop taking it. But if we would just put on the whole armor of God, the complete armor of God, he says you'll be able to resist. But I'm not perfect. He didn't ask you to be perfect. He said put it on. And that what you wear will perfect you. <laughs> Did y'all hear that? His armor will perfect you. His armor will perfect that which concerns you. Come on now. Come on, lift your hands. Father, we love you today. We honor you today. We give you glory and we give you honor. Father, we thank you so much and we honor you today for the glory of God is, is resting on us and moving. Come on, just lift your hands. Say it. All we need is one glimpse. All you need is one glimpse to see yourself fully armed in the complete armor of God. One glimpse that cancer is gone. One glimpse. One glimpse that the struggle is no more. One glimpse that suicide will never come into my mind, that depression and anxiety frustration, murder, one, one glimpse, one glimpse that if the church would completely arm themselves in God, come on now, one glimpse, poverty can be erased, come on now, one glimpse, come on now, families can be restored forever, hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah. want to be saved today. I want to accept Jesus into my life. I want Jesus to be who he is to me. My Savior, my Lord. If that's you today, I want you to lift your hands. Whether you're here today, whether you're virtually online, I want you to lift your hands and just say, Lord, come on everybody. Come into my heart. I ask that you 
save me from myself. Save me from the things that cause me to reject you and to choose it to be my God. But today, I surrender to the complete armor of God. I surrender to the helmet of salvation. I surrender to the breastplate of righteousness, of integrity. I surrender to the shoes of peace that allow me to walk with the good news of Jesus Christ. I, 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 I submit right now to the saving shield of faith right now. I, I submit now to the sword, oh God, which is the word of God. I, I submit right now, Father God, to the belt of truth. I ask that you save me and that you give me the power with your complete armor being adorned in my life that I'm able to resist the evil day of danger that will allow me to stand firmly to push back against the enemy forgive me of all my sins I acknowledge that Jesus is Lord if you prayed that prayer today hallelujah I can simply say that you are a part of God's family today but there's more to it I want you to submit your life today if it's not the Rock Church, I believe that the Rock Church is a place where you can grow. If you're online, I want you to just simply say today, I want to become a member of the Rock Church. Hallelujah. I want to become a virtual member. You want me to be your pastor in the Rock Church, be your home. Whether, whether you're here in Cleveland, out of town, we have a virtual family that is ready to serve you. You're here today. Come on, I love you. I appreciate you. Hallelujah. If you didn't have a chance to give your time, your offering, your love gift today, I want you to do that. I want you to bring it right here. You can see it right online, our giving places. I love you. I appreciate you. Remember, we're in a September to remember eight years. Happy birthday, Rock Church. I love you. Don't forget September 25th. Hallelujah. It's going to be a massive weekend for us. I want y'all to get ready. I want you to get ready. We're going to enjoy ourselves. I love you. I appreciate you. Hey, have a good day. Hey, it's the bishop's birthday. Y'all know I like good stuff. Don't buy me. You're going to give me a gift. You don't know what to get. Get a gift card. Huh? My baby just hit me on my baby just hit me on the back. They're going to celebrate it on the 25th. Hey, doesn't my girl look beautiful? My, my grace gift. She looks so beautiful. Huh? Wonderful. We love you. We appreciate you. Peace to the family. Peace to the bishop. And peace to each and every one of us. Remember, ask God to put the $100 seed in your hand. I want you to bring it on September 25th. If you want to give it before then, there is something in Givelify that will allow you to give towards it so we'll know. We love you. Have a great day. Happy Labor Day. Be safe, enjoy family, and I'll see you on next week. God bless you. Peace.